Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, rolling along, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Definitely not back and better than ever. We are in stage one. Maybe, maybe we've arrived in stage two of grief, but we are definitely nowhere near getting all the way to the finish. I have to. I have a bunch of really interesting things that I'm going to get in here coming up, but there's two things I have to comment on because two things happened that bothered me. Remember I told you I think I'm getting into anger? So that's the stage. Next stage, the first stage is denial, and then the next stage is anger. I think I'm working my way into anger because two things have happened that angered me. One, we had this ridiculous, stupid childish conversation about whether you would rather lose your starting quarterback or suffer a testicular contusion, which is what happened to Yandy Diaz. And, and we talked about that and joked about it for a minute. And we were going to move on because we are a respectable collection of people on this program mm. and, and should be doing, we should be better than that. We should be putting up better. And Cam took it upon himself without even checking with me to make that a poll question and put it on ESPNRadio.com. So envision all the people. I, I just envision all of the people who don't know me, don't know anything about me, don't know anything about my show, don't know anything about anything, that just see, I want you to, but they follow ESPN Radio on Twitter. I want you to read, just verbatim, no context, what they will read. Would you rather suffer a testicular contusion like Yandy Diaz did or lose your star quarterback four plays into the season like the Jets fans did. So here's the problem. The problem is, if I read that, I would think, give me option C, which is, that's a show I'm never going to listen to. Any show stupid enough to be talking about that, Cam, what you've done is you've taken, we've had mostly fascinating, insightful, interesting sports conversation with all these stats about Josh Allen and all this insight into whether the Eagles are better and what should the Jets do at quarterback and Justin Fields and whether it's his fault or not. All of this fascinating sports insight. And you chose to promote and publicize on social media a question about testicular contusion. What exactly were you thinking? Well, it's conversation we had on the show, figured it was fair game, and you also hit a production piece that is called the question of the day. Mm. So Ooh. your question of the day, Greeny, your question got you was co- testicular <laughs> contusion or star quarterback injury. Well, it so was. So post it on ESPN Radio. That's our question of the day. Which would you rather have from Greeny's mouth to ESPN Radio's Twitter? Well, that's true. That, that, that part of it I can't dispute. But anyone who listens to this show, which I would assume, Cam, you do, being uh, one ch- of the members of the hashtag I check in from time to time. I make like six things the question of the day every day, right? I mean, the question of the day is a, is a movable object. So that, okay, so I'm going to give you the, uh, you know what? When you're right, you're right. I'm going to give Cam the benefit of the doubt. I'm now going to turn my ire to Brandon. Phew. So Brandon Phillips, again, stage manager and candidly a very difficult person. So, and, and he's a dear friend. I love him. No, no, don't come. Just sit there. I, I'm going to tell the story, and then we'll see how you feel about it. So while we're in a break, Hembo, you tell me if I get any of this even remotely wrong. My computer all of a sudden said, you have experienced some sort of uh, technical problem. We're going to, the computer, is, it's going to solve it itself, and then it's going to restart automatically. And if there's one thing I've experienced, it's that when these laptops we use restart, it can take a very long time. And so you said to me, do you want to take my laptop just so I can continue reading the Google Doc, which is where we keep everything, uh, until the other one comes back? And Brandon, the stage manager, yells over to me, do you want me to call MEO? 
And I said, well, what the hell is MEO? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> what? So let's analyze. Brandon, come over here. Let's just relive this moment. This is Brandon Phillips, noted Jets fan. Noted the pride of Long Island. Minshew fan. Loves Minshew. Yes, he's the one who last year told me he wanted the Jets to get Gardner Minshew. And now he might get it. (laughs) And, And Well, now that's a whole other circumstance. But anyway, the pride of Long Island, played defensive tackle in college, has been with us on Get Up from the day we launched in April of, of 2018, and we could not do it daily without him. When I said, I'm having a problem with the computer, would you, if you would, in your own words, right. repeat what you said. I said, I'll call MEO. And I said, what is MEO? And what did you say? I think you said, uh, what does MEO stand for? What, what, what is it? What is MEO? And you, I said it's the IT department here at ESPN. Why is it called the IT department? If it's everyone on planet Earth, if you had said, do you want me to call the IT department, <laughs> would have known what you meant. Why did you say MEO? Because that's what you call your IT department. No, let me, uh, excuse me. I do not. You just said that's. I've never heard that in my. The, well, fir- the first time I ever heard anyone use the acronym MEO was you just now. When I say you, I'm speaking in broader, ter- broader terms, meaning ESPN. That's what they call. Well, where do you think I work? I've been here since 1996. Yeah, they but- have never said MEO ever. But what you, does MEO stand for? You don't deal in tech, so. Well, but, I, but, 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 but neither do you. What right. is MEO? What does it stand for? You know what? I don't know. That's my point. Let's try and yeah. figure it out. So you just gave me an acronym. You just offered me. You offered to help me by just shouting out an acronym <laughs> that you don't know what it means, and neither do I. I don't. But you know what? I've introduced something here that I noticed. Uh, you know, it's kind of TV 101. I've been in the business since 2000. You're changing the subject. Borderline changing it. Yeah. Somewhat changing what it. What is it? The term 10-1. Yeah. No one was using it before I got here at ESPN. Listen, so what Brandon is trying to do, 10-1 is when you have to pee uh, during a break. Like Sal. That that actually, I mean, I remember that from from the movie Smokey and the Bandit in 1977. So let's just say for the record, you did not make that up. I didn't make, no, 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 I didn't make it up, but it's industry standard. So when I came here, I was like, how come no one knows 10-1? What the hell does that have to do with MEO? What does MEO stand for? I was hoping that you would clue me in because you've been with ESPN a lot longer than me. And no one has ever said it. I got here in August of 1996, and no one has ever said MEO to me. Well, when you asked me what is MEO, I kind of asked you that question right back, and then we were at a standstill. So let's just be clear. (laughs) When I ask you a a question, you asking it back to me is not accomplishing anything. Right. All right? Just just so we all know what happened, so we all can understand what happened. My computer problem was not in any way addressed by you just redirecting my question to you. It could be reverse psychology. My wife, I love her to death, beautiful woman. She is a school psychologist, and that's why I lose the majority of the arguments that we have. Or disagree. You should you just, just start... use random acronyms at home? <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, you should just try that sometime. Did you tell your wife that you brought 10-1 to ESPN? She'll be impressed. <laughs> if that's your claim to fame, then I think you've, you've done a lot. You've accomplished a I'm lot more. I'm the 10-1 guy. Exactly why. It's, it's but... better than 10-2. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Next time she asks you a question, Brandon, just ask it right back. See how it goes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Or well, try this. Just try throwing out an acronym and see if it's her. Well, uh, you know what? What's your name again? Brandon. Brent. No, her name. Oh. I know your name. <laughs> but you said you said your name. No, I said my, what's her name? My name her. Is, I mean, my, my wife's name is Jennifer Phillips. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You thought I didn't know your name? <laughs> 
what just You know what? Happened? You got me on that one. How about that? <laughs> okay. Someone call no, I MEO. I thought he was trying to be slick. His name's 10 1. No. Yeah. Someone call MEO. <laughs> That's my nickname. Now, yeah. So, right? but so, now, so Jennifer is your wife's yes, name. Yes. Jennifer is my wife's name. Okay. So today, when you get home, if she says something and you feel like you're losing an argument, yeah. you, you should say, all right, I'm going to check with RLM and then I'll get back to you. And then just try walking out of the room and see if she just says, ooh, maybe that's something I should know, right. and I don't, and she just accepts oh. it. And then you kind of win based on the, the, the made-up acronym that no one knows. Because I'm telling you right now, MEO, Rich knows what MEO is? Media Engineering Operations. But we what? no longer use that acronym. And it's defunct. When did, we stop, when did we stop using it? I don't even remember what yeah, we started using. As soon as I got behind it. the mic, they stopped using that acronym. That's, that's exactly. Yes, what's this is happening. a grand conspiracy. This is yeah. a setup. I mean, why can't we just be happy with IT? See, George Carlin said this. In America, we change the names of things and then act as though we've actually accomplished something. M-E-O. No one, it's not a person in the world who says, oh, "I'm having a computer problem. I think I'll check with M-E-O." And 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 when someone is then asking you what M-E-O is. But that's not well, If there's true. one thing we've established today, at least Brandon knows his own name. <laughs> <laughs> that was and I'm not using the oh, RLM thing. Okay, before you go. Yes. Let's let you actually have a... How do you feel? Brandon is as big a Jet fan as I am. Huge. This was obviously... All I did Tuesday morning when I walked in, I just saw Brandon. Yesterday, to your credit, you wore your hat. You wore your shirt, the Jet yeah. hat, the Jet sweater. Yeah. Just to sort of... I just walked over and gave you a silent hug. We couldn't oh, yeah. even speak. Yeah. I'm giving you the floor. How do you feel? Yeah, you know, uh, listen, I, I, I did that. It was a one-day gesture because I was happy and sad at the same time because I was so happy that we beat the Bills, division rival, and um, they're a great team with uh, Super Bowl uh, contention. And it, it's like, all right, we got you guys. But then long-term, I was incredibly sad, incredibly, incredibly sad. You know, if I yawned twice, I would have the single teardrop thing happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's bad. Um, but uh, what we, can they accomplish? What is the ceiling now, in your opinion? The ceiling is getting, uh, just like what Sal was saying, a serviceable quarterback. Who do you want? Who do I want? Come on, Greeny. You just responded to me with, I, that's the second time in this conversation that I've asked you a question. And yeah, you've but not, you don't want to hear my answer, Greeny. What's oh, you're going to tell me Gardner Minshew. Okay. He's in no, my top three. Uh, now I'm good with that. All I mean, right, okay, uh, listen. When Aaron Rodgers was an option and you told me Gardner Minshew, that's when we had that fight. Right. Right now, Gardner Minshew doesn't sound so bad. Hmm. How about Taylor Heineke? Number one. He's number one. Yes. How about Nick Foles, who's on the street and doesn't cost you anything? Number two. He's two. Yes. So you would go Heineke, Foles, um, who'd we say? Gardner oh, Minshew. Minshew. I'd also go Tyrod Taylor because he's also a really good game manager, but he's a little brittle. He's like peanut brittle. Right. You know? He gets hurt a lot. He, he's yeah. had a lot. I mean, but he's a really good game manager. There's almost really nothing is. we can do. Okay. Brandon, thank you for right. providing you some levity All right. uh, in this situation. What was that guy's name again? Well, it, was Brandon. it was Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Let's go MEO. MEO. Uh, what, what did we say it was? Me- mechanics? What did he say? Uh, media mean, and engineering media operations. Media engineering operations. Okay. Well, that, Obviously. that just took a detour. From- I guarantee you changing ESPN's whole thing from IT to MEO – was several meetings and a lot of <laughs> highly powerful executives and a lot of powerful. <laughs> Greeny coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Uh, when we talk about the devastating blow that is the loss of Aaron Rodgers, it is not just to one organization. It is not just to the Jets. Did you see that Monday night was the highest rated Monday night game 
in ESPN's history. The debut of Aaron Rodgers, which lasted four plays, drew more than 22.6 million viewers. It surpassed the 2009 game Packers at Vikings, which was Favre playing against Green Bay for the first time. So the Aaron Rodgers thing, which obviously was a very big deal to me, was a very big deal way beyond me. And it is a devastating blow. It is a devastating blow, first and foremost, to Rodgers himself and to the Jets organization, all the players on that team, and everyone else involved and invested, to all of the fans of the team. And, but it is more than that. It is, it is a, a devastating blow to the NFL. He, he, he was the biggest draw in the sport, and he only made it four plays. I mean, I've been asked many times, as I'm sure you've been asked many times, why we spend so much time talking about Aaron Rodgers on our shows. And this is the reason why. Because he is arguably the most interesting person in the NFL, evidenced by the fact that more people watched this game, despite the fact that he only played four plays, than any Monday night game in the history of ESPN. It's a massive, devastating blow to the league, to fans around the country. I mean, he is the face of the NFL. I've said that many times, um, and you know that's a distinction that I believe now belongs to Patrick Mahomes, I guess. But the Jets have gone from being the most interesting team in the league to one of the least in one fell swoop. Yeah, like, look, really Mahomes, Mahomes has been the best player for a while, um, and he certainly is one of the faces of the league. But Rodgers, if based only on – there's something about being famous for a long time in our culture that just changes the dynamic – He's been famous for multiple generations. So it's not – in order to appreciate Patrick Mahomes – no, let me rephrase that. In order to appreciate Aaron Rodgers, you have to have been a while, around a little while longer. So people who've been around longer have seen the greatness of Mahomes. Before that, they've seen the greatness of Aaron Rodgers coming out of what was the era of Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. This is how the league sort of goes. I believe the next iteration of it is Mahomes for sure. And does he have a true rival? Is it Josh Allen who looked at for a moment like he was ready to do that? Is it Burrow who some people think is ready to do that? Does Mahomes wind up having a true rival? Can he beat Peyton Manning to, to Mahomes' Tom Brady? That, that, that will be the question, and that will be the next great iteration of pro football. Or can someone else become that guy? Can it be uh, Jalen Hurts? Can it be Justin Herbert? Can it be Trevor Lawrence? Who knows? We'll find out. But losing Aaron Rodgers is a devastating blow. All right, coming up next, a comment that sounds completely crazy but maybe isn't on the way. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off 
your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We've had a lot of quibble over people's names and all the things that should be changed and everything else. And as a result, we've gotten so sidetracked into such stupidity here that I want to actually get to one serious and interesting topic. So here's what we're going to do. This was a very good idea that Hembo had in our meeting this morning. Anyone who plays golf knows what the term mulligan means. It's something I myself don't believe in. But a mulligan is when you give yourself one free shot. So if you're standing, a lot of times people might, you might have heard people say two off the first tee. That's essentially a mulligan, meaning if you hit a bad shot on your very first shot of the day, you get to hit another one. Breakfast ball, whatever it is, some people might call it. But a mulligan is just basically one free chance to undo a mistake that you made. So if today is mulligan day, then I'm going to open the phones to yours. But we'll start by getting those of the hashtag crew. I'll save mine for a minute here. I'll let Bubba and Cam give there so that they can then get busy when I open the phones on it. But what is your one, Bubba, if I gave you one mulligan, one thing that you thought before the season began, whether you proclaimed it publicly or not, this is just an honest moment, one thing you thought before the season began that now having seen one game, you realize you were wrong, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, I think the my easy thought at first was going Steelers. I had them, you know, winning that division, but I still have faith in Tomlin, so I, I'm still okay with that pick. I I think I'm going to go with with the Bears winning that division, even though I know that was our our group pick there. Um, I think just seeing how good the Lions were, seeing how good the Packers were, and just seeing how bad the Bears were. Plus, I just don't have enough faith in their coach to overcome all of that. I think the Bears right now would be my mulligan as the you know to, as the lock to win the uh, NFC North. Let, let's talk about that one for a minute. For those of you who weren't with us on Friday, we decided we were going to make one bet as a show. We were going to pick. We went through the eight teams that had the longest odds. Each of the what, what would you call that? The, not the underdogs, like the worst. Vegas considered to be the worst team in each division, and we decided we were going to play one of them. I put up the money for the bet. And we were going to split it four ways if we wound up hitting on which was the team that would finish first. And we landed on the Bears based upon the odds and some of the other options. And the question I have is, 
because I, I don't bet on these games. I don't bet on games. I've, I've just never thought it was right for me to do so. So I turned to Hembo and I said, Hembo, make the wager for me. Now, what did I say? A hundred bucks? A hundred bucks. I said, put a hundred bucks on this. Knowing Hembo, the odds were four and a half to one. They are. Four, I mean, I don't know if, they, if they've changed now after one game, but whatever. At the time we made, at the time, we, and I'm going to put air quotes around this. At the time we made this bet, they were four and a half to one. So Hembo had the option of just holding on to that hundred bucks and keeping it or of actually placing the wager. If he just kept the hundred bucks, some might argue it's smart because you would owe us the rest of the 450 in the event. So you're running the risk of you being the loser here, but you also give you a chance of winning, give yourself a better chance of winning a hundred bucks. So be honest with me because I'm going to give you the hundred either way. Did you place the bet? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're a horrible human No, being. I'm not. You're a despicable, uh, Wow. Horrible, Allow me to explain. Wow. Being. Allow me to explain. No, there is no explanation yes, there for is. this. Allow me to try. Okay. So you got, we got the Bears at four and a half. To, well, we no, we did gotten, not. We could have gotten the Bears at four and a half to one to win the NFC North last week. The Bears are now 10 to one to win the NFC North with $100 of yours in my checking account. That's the value, my friend. We're going we're gonna to more than double our winnings when I place the bet today. I so, knew they would lose in week one, and I knew we could maximize our value by winning. So you still like it. So you are still going to put that $100. You're still going to make the bet because you, you could just keep the 100 and, and And while it would be unethical, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all with you. Concern. Yeah, you are the most unethical person I know. <laughs> so my question is, you still believe enough in the possibility of it that at 10 to 1, you think it's worth it. That's it. At 4.5 to 1, I didn't. At 10 to 1, oh, I really do at 10 to 1. I'll place the bet this week. Maybe, just maybe, those numbers will increase even more if I wait another week if they lose to Tampa. What do you think? If, if they lose to Tampa, they're going to go to 50 to 1. Yeah, and then they're not winning the division. And, so. and they may not win a game, so I don't know what the hell we're talking about I'll, here. I will place the bet at 10 to 1 for the Bears to win the NFC North. But waiting was the right call. To be clear. You said you were going to place the bet at four and a half to one. So just saying it now doesn't really Your word means change nothing. anything. Look, then I surveyed the landscape. I made the right decision. Look, it's hard to be the queen on the chessboard, guys. I, I understand. I'm, do, I'm doing the right thing. Well, yeah, you are certainly that. Uh, Cam, what's your one mulligan? Uh, I took Josh Allen as my MVP on this show. Not feeling great about that one. Well... I think he could still do it. Yeah, me but too. Not like, a great showing off the bat. No, it was horrendous. And it's gonna, it, it will be remembered because it was such a, a, a monumental game in so many ways. But he's still so good. I mean, for everything that we've said about him, and I don't take back a word of it, he, he has deserved the criticism he has received. What should not be understated is just how brilliant a player he is. I mean, he is a brilliant player. I got to think, how many teams in the league right now wouldn't trade their quarterback for Josh Allen? Taking everything would into it? account. Would not. Let's name the teams that would not trade their quarterback for Josh Allen. Let's, let's just go division by division. AFC East, would the Dolphins trade their quarterback for Josh Allen? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, New England, of course. Yes. The Jets, it goes without saying. Mm -hmm. So th th there's no one there. Let's go to the North. Would Baltimore trade their quarterback for Josh Allen? Yes. I, I think, think so, too. I yeah? think no. You think no? Yeah. I, I think, you know, what you have in Lamar is a – you know, a, a slightly different skill set, but he's not, I mean, he's injury prone, but I think they're, they're com comparable enough that I think the, the Ravens would stick with Lamar. Okay. Well, let's even put them down. I don't know that I agree with it. Would Cleveland 
Yes. Yes. Would Cincinnati? No. Right. We no. Gonna th- we're going to say no on they Burrow. Were not. So we'll say no. So that's that's the, call it one team and a maybe. Uh, what division am I forgetting? The the South. Would Jacksonville trade their quarterback for Josh? I Allen? don't think they would. Would you? Yes, I would. You would trade Trevor Lawrence for Josh Allen? But right now, with him on his rookie deal, how well he played the second I half of last year. I forget the rookie deal because no. this is we're literally making a trade here. If, if I'm Buffalo and I call you and you're the GM of Jacksonville and I say I'll trade you Josh Allen for Trevor Lawrence, what do you say? I would say yes. You no. would say yes. I would say no. yes. No way. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Okay. Lawrence is so good. Fair enough. All right, there's he, he, a third one. Lawrence has been good for half a year. Josh Allen, Josh Allen has been good for three. It's no true. one else in that division. It's much too soon to say on Anthony Richardson and, and, and um, the Ohio State kid who's uh, C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, West, Mahomes, of course. So Kansas City, no. Uh, anyone else? Denver, yes. I think there's a chance that the Chargers would not trade Justin Herbert for Josh Allen. I, I think that's fair. I don't think so. Right now they right? have the exact same MVP odds for this year. I think they like Herbert enough to That's fair. And then Garoppolo, him. yes. So in the AFC, one, two, three, four, and maybe five. In the NFC, is it just Philly? Yes, it's just Philly. And, yeah, it's just Philly. I'm not going to say it. Philly you're, not, you're not going to say what? I'm not going to say that I trade Jalen Hurts for Josh Allen. I wouldn't. No. You, no. But no, he's the I, only one in, that, in the whole conference. That's what I mean. Is the there anyone? One. Bubba and Cam, is there anyone else in the conference that you wouldn't trade for Josh Allen? I don't think so. Can't, can't think of one. I don't think so either. I mean, Jordan Love, Justin Fields, the young guys. Geno Smith, Jared Goff, anyone would. No way. So, so Everyone would. The answers are one, two, three, four, five that we feel solid about and some split opinion on Baltimore. Let me throw open the phones for your one mulligan. We're asking you on, 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 on the, to just be honest with yourself and with us. What is the one thing that you strongly believed until you saw one game and now you have changed your mind? You would like a mulligan on that? pick 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776 as they get the calls ready Hembo I ask you what's yours I would totally remake my NFC West I very much think after one week that I have misdiagnosed it San Francisco looked way better than I thought the Rams looked way better than I thought and I thought Seattle has a real chance to win that division and they got smoked by by the Rams and now both of their tackles are out so that's I would do I would re, uh, redo do over whatever Mulligan the entire NFC West. I definitely slept on San Francisco to a degree, and everyone else I seem to have gotten wrong too. So, but but to be clear, you would pick San Francisco to win the NFC West rather than Seattle, which was the pick you made. Exactly. That would be your actual Mulligan. Yes, already after one week, that would be my chance. That would be the Mulligan. Okay, that's a good Mulligan. I picked this team to win that division, and I would go with another one. I'm trying to think. Mine, my picks are actually pretty good. I mean, I picked the Jets to win the AFC East. I don't, I don't think you need a mulligan. That's not the, because all of us recognize that going into the thing, injuries are going to change that stuff around. So that part of it, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that a mulligan. That's a different situation. So of the picks that I made... Pittsburgh? I think I would do that. I think I would take Pittsburgh out. I mean, that was a disheartening... Like they got, I mean, as Tomlin said, they got kicked in the teeth. They got beat the way they have historically and traditionally always beaten everybody else. You know, there was a lot of Kenny Pickett hype this preseason. I was doing a lot of it. Kenny Pickett has still yet to throw two touchdowns in an NFL game. In, in a single game. In a single game. Yeah. 
I mean, this this is a player who got a disproportionate amount of hype relative to what he has actually done. Well, because he was literally perfect in the preseason, right? Sure. I mean, and, and we all give so much sure. credit to. So who do they play Cleveland this week, right? Yes, and they're a home dog to the Cleveland Browns. That is a very, very rare thing. That's one. That's field. a Monday night game, right? Is yeah, that one, I, I have, I've been so down. Normally on Wednesday morning before we go on the air is when I start really looking closely at the upcoming schedule. And it just occurred to me I didn't do that today. I will admit that until this moment, it didn't. I never even thought of the fact that I hadn't done it. Um, but that one, we have. this is the first week that we have the Monday doubleheader, right? We have like two games going on simultaneously, and one of them is Pittsburgh-Cleveland, and that game is in Pittsburgh. And the, and the Steelers are an underdog to the Cleveland Browns. I'll say this. If they lose, not only will they be 0-2 with a divisional loss, they also will have lost two home games to start the schedule. That's a, that's a tough start for the Steelers. Yes, that's the one I'd change. Now, I don't know who I'd put up there because I wasn't that impressed with Baltimore. Obviously, Cincinnati was terrible. And I'm just not quite ready to buy into Cleveland, but they are. Cleveland is definitively the team that I think is going to be better than I thought. Their defense looks really good. At minimum, the AFC North will be a four horse race and not a three horse race, which one week ago I would not have said. Okay, let's do it then. 888 say ESPN. That's 888 729 3776. Let's get a few in here. Uh, let's look for our first mulligan of the day. Cam, who we got? Scott in Kentucky. All right, Scott, talk to me. What's your mulligan? Hey, what's up, Greeny? Hey, first of all, I'd like to say. You all need to consider picking up Tyler Huntley and giving Baltimore a running back and just doing a trade like that because y'all need a mobile quarterback, and Tyler Huntley will be very great for the Jets. But my mulligan would be go give Lamar Jackson a fully guarantee for the Jets. Your, your mulligan would be the Jets should have given the, the, the full mulligan to um... – should have given the I'm sorry I'm getting myself confused you're saying the Jets should have given the guaranteed contract to Lamar Jackson that no one in the league was willing to give and done that instead of Rodgers that that isn't really what we mean by this but I let's 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 attack it anyway I can't say that like I can't sit here now and say the Jets got this wrong I don't think Rodgers got hurt because he's old the Rodgers got hurt because football players get hurt and you get really unlucky and whether it was the turf or whatever it was, he just got hit and got twisted in the wrong way for a, the eighth of a second that it takes for everything to change in football. And that's a tale as old as time. It's happened forever. If you weren't with me yesterday, I'll say what I said again. The worst part of this as a fan is that usually I want to be angry when something happens like this. Anger is a very productive emotion. Anger has won wars. Anger has cured diseases. Anger solves problems. Sadness is debilitating. And I'm just sad because I have no one to be angry at. I cannot say the Jets got it wrong by not going out and getting Lamar Jackson. I wanted Rodgers. They did it right. It was the right thing to do. Everything about it was perfect. He was magnificent. If he never plays another down for the Jets, I will love him forever for the way he handled this entire time, the way he handled this offseason. And I will not criticize the Jets in any way for the moves they've made. They did it right. And sometimes you just get unlucky. It's not fair. Life is not is frequently not fair. Sports are frequently not fair. Football more than any other because it is so injury-dependent. Injuries are so prevalent. They just got unlucky. So I appreciate the call, but I can't, I can't say that. I can't say it. 
888-SAY-ESPN. Who we got next, Cam? Brian in Illinois. Brian, go. What would be your mulligan? The Bears GM and head coach. Oh, my. This went <laughs> bad very quickly. All right. Well what, done. One foot in, one foot out. I don't know. What's Poles doing? I, th- I thought we had the guy. Let's, I don't think we have the guy. Let me ask you a question. Leave him up, Cam. Let me ask you a little question. So, so let me. Go obviously, ahead. you're a big Bears fan, and I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm married to one, and I'm surrounded by them all the time. Do you believe that in is Justin Fields the solution or part of the problem with the Bears? He is not the solution. He is not this regime's quarterback. They did not draft him, and that's fine. Then you should have traded him. Don't don't go half. I can't say it, but you know. One foot in, one foot out. Either pick a lane, Poles. You, if you don't trust this quarterback, you should have gotten another quarterback. Drafted Bryce Young. Anything but this. Guess he's got him, his hands tied. Won't let him pass downfield. Or, or can he not pass downfield? We're completely confused. I thought we had the GM. He went out and drafted uh, a hurt lineman last year. He's still hurt. Traded for another hurt lineman. I, I can't figure out what the guy's plan is. I just know that we're bad this year, and it's going to be bad all year. Yeah, thank you for the call. I, I am hearing that a lot from my Bears fan friends. We've obviously been very Rodgers centric here the last two days, but tomorrow I'm going to dive into that. I had a conversation with our buddy Sylvie in Chicago, Mark Silverman, um, via text uh, the last couple of days about Fields. After your take the other day on how Fields is actually part of the problem, not the solution, which I think runs contrary to popular opinion. But you may be right. And spoiler alert, he agrees. Um, wow. So yeah, so so maybe yeah. we'll get get Sylvia. You know what, Bubba, put it on the list. Get Sylvia or Waddle on tomorrow. Get one of those guys from Chicago on tomorrow, and, and we'll dive into this because it's an interesting story. Oh, I, Justin Fields is going to become a lightning rod this season because there are like the local fan bases have become very tribal with their love of their quarterbacks, which is nothing new and, and for good reason. But the Justin Fields stuff has definitely gone too far because what we have done is create narratives for which we can assign blame to literally everyone else that excuses a quarterback's bad play when we don't have to create a false binary. It can be true at the same time that he has been put in a position to fail. And at the same time, he might just not be good at quarterback. You know, what's really interesting is that, the listeners, and this is why you guys are so great, what we meant by our mulligan was less interesting than what they came up with, which is to say, instead of telling us what they would have picked differently, which is what we did, they told us what other people should have done differently, and that was actually better. <laughs> what you, you guys got it wrong, but you were way better than we were. You should be talk show hosts instead of me. Your idea was better than my idea. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. 
your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Stay with us on social media anytime you want. I'm at ESPN Greeny on Twitter, on IG, and on threads. Uh, and always uh, interested in a good conversation. All right, let's do in case you missed it, and then I got to get to the just complete idiocy that is Hembo. In case you missed it. One more time. Here's uh, the most interesting thing that we thought was said on Get Up this morning. This was Marcus Spears talking about what he now perceives to be the reality for the New York Jets. If the Jets could win on defense, they would have last year. <laughs> like, right. they were a top defense last year. Brees Hall was hurt. He is a, a big – I think he's going to be a megastar. You get Dalvin Cook. All of these things that were a reverberation of Aaron Rodgers coming to this team. The reality for the Jets is this. You take it one week at a time. You try to figure out how to get out of that thing with a W. Try to figure out how to get your quarterback to play and not mess it up in case we make a couple plays and get a, get a lead – Potentially, but that ain't going to win you what you started this season out with. And let me tell you something. For as much as we talk about defense and the run game, they in the AFC. Yep. You ain't stopping people from getting – you ain't going to be a 17-point-a-game defense the entire season. You know, I actually agree with that. So a, a good buddy of mine, is his name is Mike Kelleher. I call him Johnny Golf because we, we're golf partners and friends, and that's his nickname. And he is a football coach. He's a college football coach, and he wrote to me – I know you're still processing what happened. All I can say is Bears, Ravens, Broncos, teams that won Super Bowls with dominating defenses. The Jets can win the AFC East with this roster, and once you make the playoffs, anything can happen. And my response to that, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is we live in a different world now. Like, the passing in the league, the scoring in the league is so much higher and greater than it ever has been before. And in 2000, if you had a defense like the Ravens, which parenthetically is one of the great defenses of all time, and while the Jet defense is really good, I don't know that it's that yet, um, and it's the 85 Bears or whatever, these literally we, we remember these teams because they're the best ever. The Jets are elite, but I don't know if they're that. But more to the point, the rules have changed. The league has changed to the point that I just don't know that you can win with a defense-focused team. The most recent team to win a Super Bowl because of their defense was the 2015 Broncos. 
That season, Peyton Manning threw nine touchdowns against 17 interceptions right. and was an absolute liability for them in the regular season and the playoffs, and they won anyway. That was only eight years ago. Do I think that the Jets could win the Super Bowl with Zach Wilson? Of course not. But with a defense as good as you think they might have and with a defense as great as they think they might have, to me, the playoffs are still very much on the list of options. And while that's not a consolation prize uh, for a team and a fan base that was you know, previously thinking Super Bowl thoughts, they still got to play 16 more games and we're still going to watch them. So I think to me, like that's, that's the focus now. Like, can we get ourselves to 10 wins into the playoffs with this defense and that running game? What is the point spread on the Cowboy game this weekend? It's up to eight and a half now. Th- that should go to double digits. It's up to nine now. I- I'd me. be stunned if that doesn't wind up in double yeah. digits. And if, and if it winds up there, I would favor the Jets, candidly. All right. That's, uh, well, I'd love you to be right. Let's do one more thing. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. Baba, you're going to love this. Because we all love to make fun of Hembo. Because Let's he just it. has that. Like, you know the expression, someone has a punchable face. Hembo just has a make funnable way about him. Sure. Like, it is delightful to puncture that extraordinary ego of his. Yep. So, just tell Bubba, as you told me this morning, about your dinner last night. All right. So, Bubba, my wife, Lizzie, mm-hmm. makes a lovely uh, penny vodka. Let, let's, let's stop right there. I'm sorry. What was that? Okay. Who's that? It is not a vodka that costs one cent. It's penne. <laughs> Okay, the term is penne. It's not penny. Okay, are you from Sicily? No, I'm not from Sicily. I'm from the world. I'm from planet Earth. No one says penny. Penny. All right, this is not penny lane. It's not one cent's worth of vodka. It's penne vodka. Bubba, help me, right? I'm honestly, of all the things that people, I don't even know if I've even heard anyone say that. No one is, because no one ever has. Penny vodka? Penny vodka. So Lizzie makes a penny vodka. Penny vodka? (laughs) Last night, honestly, what? it tasted like it cost one cent. Whoa! Whoa. Oh my god, Lizzie! Oh god! Oh, was that a mistake? Oh my gosh! This is even worse than what. So, but just tell them, tell them the story. Okay, so guys, uh, we eat our uh, penne vodka. Nice. During which I simply remark, Rejoin. "Can you use less vodka next time?" More pennies. It was okay. Let's let's just let's just. I mean, okay. You don't need to know any more. It was a tad bitter. She he found the penny vodka to be a tad bitter, and as a consequence, told his wife she should use less vodka. Now, will someone please look up the actual ingredients of a vodka sauce? Because Hembo, I guarantee you, one thing that isn't in it. Okay, to be clear, you don't make it with vodka. That's not what it is. You are not having spaghetti stolichnaya, okay? To be very clear, <laughs> this is penne vodka. Who's got up in front of them? What, 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 are, what are the ingredients of a good vodka sauce, which I happen to love? Vodka sauce is like a, 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 it's like a tomato sauce with a touch of cream is what it is. It doesn't have vodka in it, you <laughs> doofus. Someone, who's got it? How long can it take to look up a, a recipe for vodka well, I'm, sauce? I'm looking it up, and it goes right to actual vodka, so I'm trying to... It's, it's, it's very hard to distinguish between yeah. the vodka and the vodka sauce. They are two different things, to be very clear. Okay. Either way. So, so let's just analyze the number of things you had wrong in this conversation. Number one, you called it penny. Number two, you assumed the sauce was bitter because it had too much vodka. 
And number three, and by far the worst of all, you complained about your wife's no. cooking. No, complain is the wrong verb. No, it's not. It's the wrong verb. If you said the spaghetti sauce is too bitter, please use next, less vodka next time, that's complaining. No, it's not. Yes, it, it is. I mean, that is what I said. You choke it down until you die. Hold on. And you smile and say thank you. No, yes. What? We do. We eat this like every other week. I refuse to eat that sauce like a hundred more times in my life. You know what you will do? What? You will eat that sauce a thousand more times for the rest of your life. You will then find some excuse to leave the house for a minute, go and eat something somewhere else surreptitiously, and come back and tell her how much you loved her dinner. No, this is not a one-off. This tastes we gotta, different we than gotta, it always go. tastes. We gotta stop here. Bubba might have some bad news for you, Greeny. Well, I mean, I've is checked, vodka, like, I've checked nine different things, and every ingredient does have... I mean, it's not the entire thing. There's like 50... There's tomato paste, cream, pepper flakes, garlic, onions, but literally every ingredient I've found, it has... It's like a quarter cup of vodka. So there is actually... But it, so it's, oh, there was more there, than a quarter cup but of vodka. I, the, I mean, the vodka sauce I'm is, still is one thing. So there was a lot of pennies You use there. vodka to make the, the vodka sauce. I was getting sauce. tipsy at dinner. There was, it was so bitter. I'm telling you right now. There needed to be less bitter, regardless of what this bitter was. And I merely asked if we could, in the future, have, have this sauce be less bitter. And she said, and I quote, do you want to make dinner tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> and, and guess what? That's not the only thing she's not going to be doing tomorrow. Okay? <laughs> to be very clear. There are far more significant things you are now going to miss out on tomorrow and a whole lot more tomorrows. So I may have gotten wrong. That there is vodka in vodka sauce, although I'm still not convinced of that. But I guarantee you I didn't get this part wrong. Here's what you do. You keep a stash of food somewhere in the house so that when she makes something you don't like, you then sneak away and eat that. Mm. And you come back and tell her how happy and satisfied you are with absolutely everything in your life. And you keep doing that every day until one of you dies. By the way, our anniversary is tomorrow. Well, that should work well. All right. See you then. ESPN Radio. Dinner at 12. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.